I got myself a new toy. I think. Ooh, what is that? I think that it's going to allow me to podcast and not finish my water halfway through. <laughs> this is this is this has been a problem of mine that's been plaguing me for like what 107-ish episodes is that uh-huh. I I I get water and I want to drink a lot when I'm talking but it is never enough. But uh but this is this is half a gallon. This is a half gallon bottle I'm holding up for YouTube. And if you, oh yeah, I'll also I'll, I'll flex a little bit for YouTube too, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear a tank top. Yeah, I should at least show off. Oh, oh man, look at dude. That's kind of, my arms are meaty. So I, I'm up to yeah. I'm up to sixty four ounces per podcast now, and I'm hoping that I'm able to make it through alive and not spill on everything or hear the ice jingle around. Ooh. I am criminally overprepared when I go and cast. If you ever see me in a lanament. If there are ever land events ever again, the uh, you'll you'll see me walking out with like two water bottles, a cup of tea, and then like who knows? Maybe I'll like maybe I'm hungry, so I'll bring a snack out with me or something. Uh, you know, I I am over 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 prepared. I should make you like a custom bangalier so you can like you know have have some water bottles on your chest and you like. Like a hit mount for some for like a hot decanter, and then you know like a like like you should really go in there prepared, like like you're battling for war. You need like a full outfit to be able to cast properly. I think I think live events are coming back. I also think you're tired. Did you get enough sleep last night, baby boy? Look at all those jobs. I don't know, man. I've been I, I've been waking up early for some reason earlier than I need to. I stay up late and wake up early. Not sure why. Is is, uh. this, is this how you realize that that you're starting to get older? Your 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 body is naturally veering away from a degenerative sleep schedule. Yeah, but like the gamer in me, I I okay. So we talked about this last time. I've been playing Team Fight Tactics. I've been playing a lot of Team Fight Tactics. Still, I play that. Ellie and I play that every night for probably a few hours in bed. That's it. Was just, we just we used to do that with Underlords, and then you know that that game died, and well, it became bad. Then it died, um, but now it's Team Fight Tactics. It's really fun. Do you get in the same I'm lobby together? It quite a bit. Yeah, you can queue up together. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I. I am a gold four for the ranking system, which is like two K or something. It's pretty low. It's pretty low. I should maybe I should load it up just to play with you. Have you have you like been streaming it or has it just been yeah. like a poly fully offline? No, no yeah. Uh, it's purely a mobile game for me. There's no content to be made there. Yeah, was, those uh those auto battlers, I honestly they they're made to be mobile games. That's part of the reason why they're so successful, I think, is you put it on a mobile phone and then everybody and anybody can play. That's why Mobile Legends Bang Bang is always like way up there in the esports charts and shit because it's just it's a phone game. I thought that's why PUBG Mobile is the same thing. I thought that you were. Uh, that's what I was gonna go. I'm like, so you're just gonna convert to a full mobile person. You're you're, you're gonna cast Bang Bang. You're gonna play TFT. Then Riot's gonna hire you, and you're gonna you take your computer and you'll sell it for more Samsung Galaxy Fold 17s. And then before you know it, you'll look like one of those like uh, people who ride the bikes, all the Pokemon goes in front of them. Um, 
because because you're a real mobile yeah. gamer. Yeah, you know, Mo- mobile is the future. We know that. We've known that for a while. It's just uh, the games for the mobile games just suck, kind of. When it comes to complexity and their interest, uh, when it comes to esports, not amazing usually. I've I've uh, I don't consider Switch mobile gaming because I don't think anybody does by definition. But uh, <laughs> I'm like, segue, well, I segue, mean, segue, it kind of is. I mean, if it's Pokemon, the Pokemon Unite, right? And that has an esports scene, and that is played on mobile as well, right? Yeah, there's there's some cross promotion, I guess, or cross play. Um, I I booted up and I spent like ten hours trying to play, and that's too many. I spent about six hours trying to play the latest uh, Pokemon release, uh, begrudgingly, and uh, mm-hmm. I stopped playing it. And I feel like I am starting off my year right by not forcing myself to play games just for the sake of playing them and being able to stop. So I'm giving myself a very light backpat for stopping. I... So is it bad? Uh, bad, Bad might be a bridge too far. I think it is interesting like the set and setting is interesting but i think that it is it doesn't really respect your time for a couple reasons one the first like two hours of the game legitimately are a tutorial you're playing you're playing a tutorial for that game forever and i think that like people have told me like hey joey most pokemon games start out with a really long tutorial have you ever like you know played i don't know any of them and yeah a little bit but like this one tutorializes changing your outfit is like a thing that takes 10 minutes to do um jeez ah, and and then once like once you get out into the wild and you just start like chucking pokeballs at pokemon to try and catch them like that's kind of a little bit fun but like not as much fun as i was having with other pokemon games so i, I just thought to stop it the idea of having a pokemon game set in like mm-hmm. feudal to japan before anybody knows about pokemon really and like everything's pen and paper and pokeballs are like made out of wood and shit like that's really cool, and there's a lot of really interesting ideas there. But I had to, I had to stop playing the new Pokemon game, and I think I'm happier for it. My next quest is to try it, p- to play Dying Light Two and see if I actually play that, or if I can stop myself also. Ooh, ooh! I did. I I played Dying Light the original because I saw Dying Light Two was coming out. People were making a really big deal of it, and everybody said Dying Light was really, really good. Uh, and I tried Dying Light, and uh, no, no didn't now game game irritated me at some point in time and i said okay i'm done and and then i took a refund <laughs> oh so you gotta i'm really refund treating steam games like they're demos nowadays <laughs> <laughs> Any, anything that's not like a clear uh indie roguelike game that is like a little bit deeper than that i i played for like an hour and then i'm just like well that's it for me <laughs> I like the idea of you having like a clock timer, like an egg timer on your desk that you wind up to like, okay, I got 85 minutes or whatever, whatever your maximum amount of time is. And you're like, okay, I got to stop before it buzzes. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, if I end up going too long and I always throw the refund out there and I always keep getting it. Uh, one of these times it's, I'm not going to get it and I'll be totally fine with that. It means that I spent <laughs> more than like two or three hours or whatever it is. Uh, on the game, and I think that's fair enough. But uh, I don't know; it didn't, it didn't really catch me. Eh, didn't. Mm. Just... I'm just I'm just filling time until Elden Ring comes out at the end of the month. But like you know, if if something clicks, 
I'll I'll be excited about it. But Pokemon didn't click for me. I don't know if it's because I'm older. I don't know if it's because it's too different. I don't know if it's bad. But it seems to be getting like mixed to high reviews. So I guess some people like it. Um, there was one thing that came out of the lore of that Pokemon game, right? It's uh, the fact that it's the Pokemon that shrink size and not the Pokeballs. The Pokeballs don't make them small. Apparently, the Pokemon shrink themselves. <laughs> you know, what? I I remember reading that actually in one of the dialogues during the two-hour tutorial. But we, I, I was so <laughs> not invested in all the tutorial that I was skipping through stuff. So I was also missing like all the fun flavor text and like any bit of interesting dialogue. So I'm like, fuck, I want to play the game. I want to play the game. I want to play the game because I was too impatient to sit through like the beginning of it. So. Maybe my own ADD was was my biggest was my biggest rival to enjoying Pokemon. Isn't that really weird? Why why wouldn't they keep it? Like, I, hasn't everyone just made the assumption that it was the Pokeball that made the Pokemon small and not the Pokemon themselves all of a sudden shrinking down to fill a space? Like, there's some they're like ga- uh, gas, you know, they expand and shrink to fill a a, 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 a volume. Well, I guess I can't think of any instances of Pokemon doing that not involving a Pokeball, right? Yeah. Like, you don't have Pokemon yeah. who just, you know, like, shrinked up really small out in the wild. I Yeah? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I didn't have an opinion, but now I have an opinion, and I agree with you that this is bullshit. And I'm going to go call Nintendo. I'm going to go call John Nintendo and be like, hey, I want my Pokemon money back. Um... They, they really couldn't come up with a reason in feudal Japan. Like, why Why couldn't it be, like, you know, some mystical fruit or something? Or, like, they found... Like, it doesn't have to be technology-based. They, they can come up with something else that shrinks the animal... The Pokemon, excuse me, down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do not maybe, call them animals. Maybe they thought it would be less animal cruelty style, you know? <laughs> like, no, no, these animals do this naturally. They They want to be inside the Pokeball. It's uh, it's 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 very natural for them, <laughs> <laughs> Matt. Um, I didn't have a lot of stuff happen last week that I would consider interesting, with the exception okay. of one thing that you might find interesting, and I only want to tell you it because I'm kind of tangentially upset about upset at you. Um, like like I'm I'm, I'm a Me? little yeah yeah. A little bit. Uh oh. So I went to the dentist on Wednesday. Okay. And I, and I met my friend, who is definitely engaged. Um, she gave me some stickers. She made some custom stickers, and she's like, "Oh man, Joey, thank you so much for like showing me how to use that die cut machine. You're so fr- I made you some stickers, and I'm like, that's great. I think I'm still attracted to you. Um, uh, we should be friends. Wait, um, wait, what's a what's a die cut machine? Like like a like um uh uh, uh how do you describe a die cut machine? It, it basically will will take a a medium, like say like a sheet of paper or vinyl or metal or what have you and then it uses a computer router and blade to to cut out a design so like if, if you wanted to cut out like a like a dota logo on on a piece of vinyl to make a sticker instead of like having to trace it and cut it by hand it's a machine that does precision cutting that's how you describe it it's a, it's a precision cutting machine i see 
Okay. So she made stickers for me, which is great. And I still may or may not be over her if anyone was curious. Um, but that's not why I'm upset. Um, <laughs> so, so I was getting... Uh, finally, it's been about six or seven months. The the implant that is, that was torqued into my into my uh, mandible has healed, and I went to go uh start the second stage of the implant which is where they um some people might not like this i paul you can you can you can timestamp skip if you want what they do is they 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 scalpel you back open in order to reveal the bone again they pull your gums away and then uh at at the top of your bone is supposed to be like a little you know the little metal piece the actual implant they put in there that that's stuck Mine stuck so well. The procedure is supposed to be pretty quick. Mine stuck so well that uh, the bone overgrew the top of the implant. And the female part that they're supposed to screw into had, like, bone growth. So they had to, like, do a bunch of drilling, which is delicate because they didn't want to mess up the threads of the, of the, you know, of the implant. So basically, they do that, and then they put like a little temporary cap in. So right now, you can't you can't really see it; it's hard to show. But like I have a, like a little metal plate uh, there to heal before they actually screw in the tooth in like a month. Um, and and so this procedure that was supposed to be like kind of quick, but still some shots and numbing, uh, w- w- had to be a little bit longer. And and I uh, and I was listening to some podcasts. I was listening to some podcasts on my phone. Uh, the 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 dental school is in. Uh, a basement literally so I have no service uh, and I can't listen to whatever's new on Spotify so I only have a couple of options of things that are saved to my phone side note about Spotify Spotify is like an always online application and service and if you just if you have no if you have no connectivity it is very hard to get to your downloads folder on Spotify yes which is so I'm intimately stupid. aware of this. From I'm airplanes? intimately aware of this as like, somebody's yes, airplanes. I use Spotify for my music on my phone. So yes, I am very aware of how infuriating it is to use Spotify offline. Yeah. I have the stuff downloaded locally. Why why can you not just pull it up without going, hey, sorry, no connection no connection. I don't care if you're connected. I have the show downloaded. Um anywho, I'm that's I I'm I you know yeah, fuck Spotify and Spock, fuck Joe Rogan. Um Um <laughs> We are on Spotify though, if you want to download us there. Or you know, on Spotify, they just included the rating system. You can go ahead and click on Spotify if you're listening right now. Rate us five stars. Unless you're offline listening to this, in which case you probably are really much empathizing with our rage right now. <laughs> Anywho, moving on. Only had a couple of podcasts available. I just finished my news show. I was listening to, like, the NPR Daily Update. And then I'm like, okay, what am I going to listen to? And I And everything that I had downloaded was, like, comedy podcasts. And I'm like... Mm, I don't really want to listen to like a comedy podcast at the, the at the dentist because I'm supposed to you know not do anything with my mouth and sometimes that's that's uncontrollable. But I had the latest episode of the Cap and Blitz podcast downloaded. Nice. And I'm like, dude, what 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 would be more comforting to me than than to lay in this chair? 
have my mouth be numb uh, a tangent about my mouth being numb they numbed me so well that like i i like i was almost choking on my uvula because i couldn't feel it but it felt like i was choking on it so i was sitting in the chair going because i thought i was drowning (laughs) sounds bad on my uvula (laughs) and i'm like and and the, the the assistant's like that means the dentist numbed you super well and I'm like, cool. It feels like I'm choking. Um, anywho, back to the back to the point of the story. I'm like, I'm gonna. What will come for me more than than listening to my buddy Cap and listening to my buddy Blitz? They'll just talk about, I don't know, like fucking liquid Dota and Dota Dota and I don't know whatever else they want to. It'll be it'll be a very pleasant way for me to get through these 50 minutes. And it was. It, it, it was mm-hmm. I you know everybody should go listen to the show if they have it also put on your Spotify feed download it if you're going to be offline um, but but my problem comes from the uh, end of the show which was coinciding mm-hmm. with them trying to screw in this temporary cap into my implant um, because what happened is is as they were trying to screw it in, y'all said something funny, and I chuckled a little bit. A little. Just a little bit. And that little jarring motion, what it allowed it to do was it took the little titanium cap that they were going to screw into my jaw, and uh, it fell into the back of my throat. (laughs) So, so now, so now what's going on and and what they do is there's, there's a contingency plan for this. They know that this must happen one out of every so many times. So when they're attaching it, they, they, they put a little bit of dental floss on the end so that there's like a rope, like some kind of fucking safety rope, right? So... There's a way for the dentist to try and retrieve it, but this motherfucker's like behind my tonsils at this point, and I can feel it, and I am doing my best to not panic. And what is, I'm like, okay, the dentist will fix this. I have to remain calm. Everything's okay. I'm like sweating. I can see like the, 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 the hygienist is like, that's not good. And I'm like, you're not helping with the, with the worried look on your face, ma'am. Um, and all the while this is happening, I'm just like listening to you and Will have like an existential conversation because I can't move to even get you out of my ears at this point because. Yeah. So, I I I have someone fishing um a like a lost piece out of the back of my throat, and I'm just sitting there like listening to your dumbass like oh my god can you please pull this out of my throat I am so uncomfortable right now, um, and because I can't do I anything. Just think, if you would have died, you would have died listening to me. What better way to go out? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like we don't we don't actually cuz most of the time we just end up talking about liquid. We don't really talk about too much outside of that. This time I tried like for example I tried to ask uh, Blitz about Valve and stuff, but like he can only say so much and do so much with his current position. So 
Yeah, it, it was. I didn't really get. I don't remember what. I don't remember saying anything funny during that podcast. It was. I. I. If I was a better storyteller, I would have gone back to like try and remember exactly what it was. Uh, but that would have implied me thinking more about it than than just letting you know. Because because as soon as as soon as you know the the the, the trauma is happening, I'm forgetting about what you're talking about almost instantly. I'm just yeah, listening yeah, to yeah, your yeah, voices. Yeah. Um. <laughs> We were talking about some bullshit at the end of the show. Um, everybody should go listen. It's great. Um, I would potentially not recommend listening at the dentist office and keep that to like news or music or something that wouldn't cause a lost piece of metal to fall down your throat. Um <clears throat> Now I'm just imagining for some reason you listening to like one of these news podcasts and one of these one of these uh, podcasters like uh, you know what we're gonna do something different here it's time I I wrote a stand up routine and uh, we're we're gonna try it live right now hey. So like, no hey everybody it's NPR and it's time for comedy laugh laughs you know <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, fuck. <laughs> You, it's like that uh, that that uh, challenge they do on YouTube. I know, like uh, Ludwig does it all the time. You you laugh, you lose, or whatever. You laugh, you die, Joey. <laughs> That's probably a real YouTube thumbnail, man. Um, I I had to make a you laugh you lose video for something that I actually can't talk about, which is exciting. Um, and Ooh. I'm glad that I stopped myself so I don't have to edit that. Um. <laughs> And it makes me realize more and more uh, how disjointed I am from like liking mainstream popular YouTube content and like actually playing the YouTube game. Every day Did, I realize what, it's less and less for me. All I can think about it was the fact that you, you you were talking about how Jackass was such a big deal to you. So did you end up watching Jackass? Oh, yes, I did. Hold on. Quick Jackass 4. Uh, Jackass 4. Write a note right here for myself so I can remember later. Um, so did, did I did I tell you our plans for Jackass? I, I don't yes, think I did on the you, show. You said you were but... renting out a theater and you invited me. And I said, I don't watch Jackass movies. <laughs> I, think, I never have. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 okay. First off, if anybody wants to go shame Austin for not, um, that, that's open season. Like, you should, honestly, the fact that you haven't is very interesting to me for a couple of reasons. Mostly because I feel like we're in the same generational cohort and I feel like, uh, the majority of my friends, Jackass, was in some way, shape, or form formative. Um, especially for people who are like watching MTV, you were probably doing things like you know with like girls and other stuff. But I was I was watching people hit each other in the ding dong. Um, <laughs> I I rented out a theater to go see Jackass Four on launch day because Jackass is like oddly very impactful in my life. I think that if anybody's watching any of the stuff that I've made, like you know outside of Dota content, um. There, there, there's some there's some obvious jackass influence just in terms of humor um i've done some stupid stuff never as extreme or to the level of some of the movies but like you know that's definitely in, in my comedy slapstick repertoire um i i have so much respect for for johnny and steve-o um big big genuine jackass fan and i the only movie that i have ever cried in theaters for uh was jackass 3 because the ending 
of Jackass 3 with the credits rolling and like the time-lapse photos they did uh, felt like it was finality and the end of something uh, and the end of something that was like important and like formative to me. Um, And then a decade later they make Jackass 4 because capitalism sucks. Um, There's always, there's always a new tour, right? Um, And and I wanted to watch it really bad, but um, COVID still not great in Los Angeles. I really don't want to go be in a theater with 200 people who are laughing with or without masks on. That sounds like a recipe to get sick. Um, So I rented out a theater uh, which is actually super affordable. Super affordable. Uh, it, w- it was $250 for 30 people to go see the movie. Anywhere from 1 to 30. It's not people. bad. So, so if, if you go like, you know, anywhere over 25 people, it's cheaper than a regular movie ticket <laughs> at that point. You know, it's, it's, it's under $10 Damn. per person. Yeah, so that, that was cool. We got to watch it on release night. And uh, I invited a couple friends. I invited you. You didn't come. That's fine. Um, and then mostly it was, it was actually Team Liquid people, um, mm-hmm. which was interesting because we were going to expense it under like human resources as like, you know, like a group bonding activity. But then we watched the movie and decided that maybe we shouldn't have HR fund the movie we went to go watch that involved what I would consider a copious amount of semen or oh. honestly, <laughs> like a lot of dicks. Um, Wait, like like human, human semen? Fake. Or like semen? Fake human semen, real pig semen. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see where that was coming. Among yeah. a bunch of other things. So we decided that, hey, you know what? Everybody, let's just Venmo Joey and not worry about this ever being an HR problem. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, we, we got uh, I, I got 27 people to go, mostly coworkers. And everybody had a great time with the exception of one person who apparently had no idea what Jackass was and brought their wife, who also clearly was, I don't think was a fan. And while everybody in the theater including myself, especially myself. I mean, you've, you've heard me laugh. I, I can describe it as a couple of ways, but one way might be obnoxious. Um, I, I wasn't no, really... Oh, don't do that. <laughs> I actually don't find your laugh obnoxious at all. I just thought it was a funny bit. I don't either. Uh, it, 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 it is unique. Um not really. I don't care. Uh, so, so I'm I'm having a, a grand old time in the theater, yucking it up a bunch. Like, haha, dick, so funny, haha. And uh, I know that there was like I'm, two people in the theater who were not having a great time because they were they were more like the wincy, oh my god, I'm uncomfortable. Uh, there's mm. a bunch of coworkers here, and we're all looking at like adult grown men dicks that are painted like dinosaurs together. Um, and everyone else is just having a grand old time. Um, Jackass 4 would recommend all Jackass movies would recommend uh, like w- okay. we w- one day f- one day at some point in time you and I we're gonna sit down and we're gonna watch Jackass 3 okay and you're gonna be like fuck this is funny and then I'll be like yeah how do you, have you never seen this where do you I cringe you- when it comes to I, I will say I cringe when it comes to painful stuff cringing to the point where like it, it is like physically uncomfortable for you to watch it like like are you gonna like, it like is a watch? little bit yeah okay yeah so so 
I think I would still enjoy it, but I'm I'm just saying that is part of the the reason it doesn't have a whole lot of appeal to me. I would find the 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 best parts of the movie for me would not involve any like physical harm, basically. <laughs> okay, so I have some news for you. Um, <laughs> about uh-huh. half, if not more, of the movie is is funny because of people hurting themselves. I know. Um. <laughs> like whatever, whatever those there's those gifts of like skateboarders or, or uh, you know, especially skateboarders, and uh, they they just bomb out somewhere. I'm always like, oh, God, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a couple bits. Um, I yeah, there's there's a couple bits in this movie that are pretty rough on that front. That are super yeah. rough on that front. Um, mm. jumping into a pit of cactuses on a skateboard was pretty bad for me. Mm, yeah. 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 <laughs> We're, uh, what, th- this will be an ongoing thing, everybody. I, I will force Cap to watch something and then we'll report back. I'm, I'm convinced, hey, I, I, I'm convinced I, I, okay. that a lot of people yeah. watching this are, are, are interested and or fans and are probably listening to you being like, I, I would have never guessed that. Okay, so I think part of the so I always assumed anyway that the reason that I don't like those things is that like I'm an empathetic uh, you know like I'm an empathetic crier for example like I, I you know I have that tie in my emotions when I see other people and you specifically noticed that your coworker and their wife were not enjoying the show and it stood out to you and it latched onto you and it bothered you. So, like, what I don't get is you obviously uh, have some of those traits, but when it comes to physical uh, harm, you have no problem with that. You don't have you don't have that tie of like ah. <laughs> I th- I find that interesting. <sighs> okay, so when I, I I I think that at a base level. The funniest things for me, the things that make me laugh the most, are almost universally physical and probably related to pain. And I don't know if that's because of the influence of like Jackass and early internet and stuff that I watched growing up. But like, you, you can give me something that people think is really funny, laugh out loud, you know, like well, name whatever like your favorite comedy movie is or your favorite sitcom or whatever, you know, something goes, ha ha ha. Like, I don't watch an episode of Seinfeld and laugh. I I very rarely l- laugh out loud at written dialogue or like spoke. I, I, dialogue very rarely makes me go. Ha, 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 ha. Um, but watching someone get get kicked in the ding dong in a funny way. I'm I'm gone. I'm done. Every time. Every every time. It's cathartic. It's it's like I I never don't think it's funny. Okay, uh, another question for you. What do you, uh, how do you feel about cringe humor? As in, like the main character has done something super cringy, and it's very funny, but it's very cringy. Uh, I I really struggle with cringe humor or cringe situations. Even sometimes I in can't. like 
in like legitimate drama shows like um what was i watching recently the 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 last season of better call saul i forget what it was exactly also i think a couple times in mr robot um but like there are times where if there is enough situational cringe on screen that like i will want to curl up and and get under a blanket and watch through my hands and just like black out what is going on because I feel so physically uncomfortable for the situation on screen. That never happens in Jackass. Never. Doesn't happen in Jackass. But, but yeah, so I, I get a lot of cringe sympathy, but like, I don't get a lot of like pain sympathy. Okay. All right. We learned something new about each other today. (laughs) We're going to watch Jackass. Um, All right, you want to talk about some Dota? <laughs> I, we should probably talk about a little bit of Dota. So uh, the events that are happening yeah. start this weekend. Three of them, right? Or four of them? Three of them. There's they're, they're six regions. There's six regions. Yeah, that sounds yeah, right. Yeah. Three of them are this weekend. Three of them are the weekend after. So there will be two weekends of playoff remote regional Dota that is happening. And if I want to watch Cap cast any of those games, I'm going to make sure to tune into the. I'm leaving this as dead air for you to fill. Yes. This is. N- n- which which one? Yeah. Which which one do I tune into to make sure that I can. You can watch twitch.tv slash Cap cast. <laughs> Uh, I don't believe I was uh, hired. For whatever reason, the clapping did not get picked up on Discord, by the way. just letting Interesting. You know. It might not be recorded then. We'll find out. <laughs> yes, I, I, I noticed that uh, I listened back to one of the, the episodes earlier, and I know I did something that didn't get picked up. I don't know. There's some, there's a very weird game in Discord. Uh, the Yeah, I'm, I'm not working the online majors. Um Mostly because it seems that ESL DreamHack did not hire me. They haven't gotten back to me yet. Uh, and I know other people have been hired. So don't think I'm working that. And it's far too late for me to contact anybody else and be like, hey, you want to? I mean, uh, to be clear, I, I actually, in full transparency, I contacted BTS pretty early on because I wasn't getting word back from ESL, but uh, they didn't really have like a spot open for me. Basically, it was like they, they wanted to be able to, this is something I think it was very admirable, they wanted to be able to like remain loyal to the the people that they've mm-hmm. been working with and stuff. So um, <clears throat> so I think that's, that's perfectly fine, well and dandy, and no problems with that. Uh, but <clears throat> it does, it, like, I don't know the other tournament organizers well enough uh, to reach out to them like that early. And at this point in time, I've, it's pointless to try and ask. So I'm just not going to be casting, I guess. And I may not be working next EPC season either. <laughs> well, Listen, this, this is like, there's some stuff that like I, I don't say on the podcast because I think it's like, you know, like uncouth and stuff like that. But I'm just going to put it out here that like I have been waiting. I, I started this conversation five weeks ago maybe longer being like hey what's going on hey what's going on hey have you guys said because i need to know for you know because like you know if if not like i'm I'm gonna go somewhere else 
and uh, and it's been three weeks that I've been waiting for uh, in, an actual meeting meeting uh, to talk because I don't know what's going on. Remember it post TI when I said that like I felt like I had to like start over, and then like ESL has not been giving me any casting at all so i've been like kind of like been put into a host situation <laughs> i still think i'm the second best play-by-play -play caster i may not have like the best duo but i think uh i was i was looking at potentially uh casting with svg and i think that would go very very well i think it would be a very top tier duo but i can't really seem to get any area to cast with him or cast at all and and now it seems like uh, maybe I'm just not going to be hosting either. So I have no fucking clue what's going on. I may, you know, we'll, well I'm we'll sure, just start to wait and see. I'm sure that's causing zero indigestion. Yes. It's making me very anxious. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I had that one completely backwards. My bad. Hold on. Let me, let me take yeah, that again. Yeah, no, that was totally um, the opposite. <laughs> um, well, that sounds not awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not awesome at all. Because if you don't work in the, if you're not working the DPC, you're not working at all. You're basically uh, unemployed. So that I literally have to start thinking about like, okay, is it going to be that way for the third season? What do I do in the meantime? Do I start looking at getting another job? Like that, that's literally what I what I have to start thinking about because it's like. Okay, well, th this whole DPC thing, like, I kind of figured there was going to be work for me from from ESL for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. It doesn't appear to be the case, so or may not be the case anyway. I haven't heard back about the DPC season, but they haven't hired me for the online majors, so that's concerning to say the least. So it's like, all right, so what do I do instead? So best case scenario, they don't have their shit together at all. And your anxiety is, is secondhand of them not having their shit together. Yeah. Worst case scenario, there's a lot of mm -hmm. job listings around town. I don't know if you've been like around Los Angeles, like everybody's hiring. <laughs> I'm hiring people. Yeah, just give me a resume. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Um, uh, well, I, fortunately, like, you know, I'm not, like, super anxious about it because, like, let's say for whatever reason, all of a sudden, like, I just become a persona non grata and nobody wants to hire me. I do have, like, standing offers, I feel like, from people who have said, like, yeah, like, you, you need a job in esports, we got you. So I think I'm okay, but it's not... I still want to keep casting. I I didn't. I wasn't at TI because I had COVID, not because I chose not to cast. I'm not sure if anybody. I'm not sure if they just like if they just like only watch TI and they're like this cap guy isn't anywhere. Wait, why why are we hiring cap again? He's not even at TI. Why are we hiring him? <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the. I'm just whoa, what's going on. Nah. <laughs> I I, th that, I mean, I know that you're uh, being lightly humorous right now, but I think that that one might be a bridge too far. I think that one's a bridge too far. Maybe, but, you know, there's definitely something concerning here. 
It, it, I don't know what it is. Do you think a big right, part I'm of it? I'm trying to get a meeting to figure out like, hey, I just want, like I don't deal well. Let me, let me tell you a story of something that happened recently that I cannot give any details into. But I'm just going to be as obtuse, big picture, big, biggest, biggest picture was that basically I found out that uh like there were some lies being spread about me and I don't do very well with uh, like the political game and like that sort of thing. So I go straight to people. I like being open and honest and being like, hey, what's going on? What's going on between us? I've done that before. I did that, for example, I've, I've talked on this podcast and like, mm-hmm. uh, like PGL, for example, like I, I went up to Sylvia one time. I was at an event that I was working, that they were doing production, but I wasn't, they weren't the ones who hired talent. So I was working with them for once, not a TI. And I was like, I was like, hey, Sylvia, like, what's up, man? Like, we, there's there any beef between us? You want to talk about something? No, didn't want to talk about anything. And, uh, and like, maybe there really isn't, but like, you know, they've, they stopped hiring me and have never uh, contacted me since. So, uh, and so this is an entirely different situation, but like I went to somebody and was just like, Hey, what's going on here? I don't do well in these sort of situations. It bothers me. I don't like, I like, like you, being able to know what's going on. Yeah. You, you don't so, like being out in the cold, like ultimately because you're, you, you, you start, you start thinking and then you're your own worst enemy because you don't have information. So, you have nothing to, yeah, in a to way. go off of, right? I, I also just think that open communication is best, you know? Like, if Dude, you got a problem take. with me, you <laughs> think I'm, I'm doing a bad job or something, like, just just tell me, and we could talk about it. So, like, that's what I'm trying to get a meeting with ESL because, like, I just want to be like, hey, guys, do, am I doing a bad job? Do you guys think I'm not, like, good anymore? Do you guys not like what I do? What's, what's going on? Because... Don't seem to be, don't seem to be interested anymore. So, yeah, don't know what's going on there. But uh, yeah, so online majors are going to be going on. That'll be happening next week. I'll be watching it. Might be casting it on my channel. Might I have no idea. Do, do Might think... do some casting with SVG or something. We'll see. Do, do you think that there's any any? Um credence to you not having a consistent partner and that being harmful to your to your prospects uh it's why i wasn't hired for ti7 right uh so yes right now i do not have a casting partner or at least like that i have showcased anyway um so you know that that is certainly a problem, but I feel like I work well with a lot of different people. And to be honest, like the shows that we're doing with like the DPC and stuff right now is not necessarily always like paired up specific casters, right? Owen's casting with like TGov and uh and like Jenkins half the time. I cast very well with Jenkins. Uh, I work very well with everyone. I get along with everybody. So, you know, I'm uh I, I feel like I'm a good enough play-by-play caster that you can slot me in with anybody, and it's gonna good be good if not great. But uh, yes, I do think it hurts not being in a specific duo. That's why I didn't get hired for TI Seven mm-hmm. main event. They only hired me for group stage, and from what I heard was that it was because I didn't have a dedicated duo. So, I 
Well, if you do any casting this weekend, I know that I'll be tuned into your stream and not the main broadcast oh, because, because you know, I, I'm here to support my friends and also like you know, who wants that polished broadcast production stuff? I wanna, I, I wanna listen to people <laughs> talking about butts and poop. Um, also, it could yeah, be a great yeah. time to, uh, I, to to hear the the the, the Cap SVG casts, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I I may or may not be doing some sort of like usually the the group casts that I do I are like there's usually uh several casters talent that aren't hired for for the DPC sort of situation because there's so many jobs across the spectrum. Uh, I feel like most of the talent will be hired. Uh so I don't know, maybe it'll be a more dedicated duo cast um between me and like svg or, or whoever else um i'm not sure if i'll be able to get any i think any that could people. be cool like 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 hear hear me out live, live, live producing on the show mm-hmm. could could mm-hmm. could 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 be you know just just good reps for each other could be a great way to test stuff could be a way to get like a lot more audience feedback could be a way to have some people on reddit be like damn i really like cap and svg together like like probably probably a lot of opportunity to to go that direction versus just having a you know a, a round table with five or six people yeah yeah oh but real quick note don't put this on reddit do not i swear to god do not put this on reddit all right because the last thing like i'm just venting to you guys all right the last thing i need you guys is to make this public enough that like esl is actually like finds out that i'm talking about this on a podcast all right I don't need the I don't need that like awkward situation, all right? But yeah, casting with the uh, casting with FC. This is, this is the problem of being like second best and not having like a dedicated duo is like owns the go-to name and then like everybody else like Sunshine and Cinder are like the hot new duo and they get like a lot of love and appreciation and they should cuz they're super fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh and and they're a little bit fresh, right? They bring a more humor aspect um to the to the broadcast to like way past probably way more than the level that like blitz and i had for example like we also had like very humorous uh casting but it wasn't quite the level because yeah different different humor and i also like there's probably a level of professionalism that i personally will never like fully uh go down you know uh, Which is so, why putting you with Jenkins can be fun because he has no filter, and sometimes you yeah, have to sit really there and like you have to like yeah. be mom or dad. <laughs> Which is like you know, yeah. oftentimes you know, part of the thing that I think makes the Cinder and Sons fan pairing interesting to me is that like oftentimes Cinder is playing mom and dad, where it's like, hey, yeah. hey, uh, but Shannon, like, no, and that is when almost all funny. like other duos it's the it's the play-by-play caster that is the straight man because mm-hmm. they're usually the like the more professional dressed up type right and it's the it's the flavor caster it's the color caster it's the co-caster uh who has a little bit more you know fast and loose and is able to play the the funny wacky guy so yes it it is inverted in that duo and i think it makes it a lot more interesting as well do you want to do the thing? So, I, I I don't want to cut you off if you have more to say about that. Uh, no, I just pretty much, uh, you know, just it, this is just a following conversation from when I started at that post TI one, which is that like, I feel like I kind of have to grind it back. And you're like, no, 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 it's fine. I'm like, it's coming true, Joey. 
much like the alliance prediction. <laughs> what do what do I? It know? all comes back in the end. It just takes time. What do, what so, do yeah. I know? Nothing. I, I yeah, I got I got to do something about this. I'm, a, I'm an inherently very competitive person. I'm losing right now, and I don't like that. So I got to do something. I think that. Uh... For people who are truly competitive and still have that drive, that every now and then drifting a little bit farther back in the race is 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 good, mm, you know, mm. because because it really it really lets you either reignite a fire or reevaluate. Um, yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't good enough for me to just get COVID, Joey. Is that no? <laughs> it wasn't how, good enough for me to get COVID on my birthday at TI, Joe. <laughs> how how are your lungs doing, buddy? Like I need can, you to fall lower. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> how are your lungs doing are they fine uh, yeah cool I'm, I'm glad you can breathe yeah, it's um, great it's great there's three events happening this weekend yeah south america southeast asia western mm-hmm. europe you want to talk about them real quick you want to talk about them real quick and then they'll, they'll round this out uh, yeah, yeah 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 super quickly um do you have any okay. south so, america let me um Oh, you got to open the Wikipedia page? You got to open the Wikipedia page? No, I'm thinking more like uh, which one of these are going to buck the trend, right? So we already have a first, second, third, fourth, right? So I'm basically looking at uh, which one of these do I think there is basically going to be some sort of upset. So South America, like who the hell knows, honestly, like maybe Beast Coast like turns up and actually shows up, but they don't seem to like show, um, they, they seem to thrive on land because they don't seem to care as much. I'm like, I think nerves don't affect them, for example. I think they play like a very like, just free flowing style and i think that works best on land where people are more inhibited by nerves and beast coast seems to be uh seems to do better in that situation uh excluding this last ti where they lost to alliance and they seemed like they didn't really care in a best of what i have no clue what was going on there but uh so who knows maybe beast coast shows up maybe they don't uh either way i'm probably still big backing thunder awaken for the most part uh who were thunder predator for anybody who's confused by hearing that yeah yeah that is it's a another little switcheroo they had going on uh i'm still probably going to be back because uh because sick and i really like uh super d more of us though haven't watched very much south america's the one region that i haven't actually watched very much of at all um well, six regions is a lot, and I feel like I've done a really good job of watching five of them. So, uh, <laughs> I, I just there's got to be a limit somewhere. Uh, Western Europe, that's a total grab. Like, who the fuck knows what's going on with Western Europe? That I think is very even. I don't think Liquid actually has an advantage there. Uh, I and nor do I think that who was fourth technically. Uh, uh, I think OG, that was OG. OG. I think Tundra scored OG. third in the mm-hmm. tiebreaker. Yeah, nor do I think like OG is is a step below anybody there. So Western Europe, total toss up. Uh, Eastern Europe, uh, obviously Team Spirits. Um, but I could see maybe Virtus Pro will get in shape you're, in time to actually take away second place. You're getting your head of yourself. That oh, it is right. Yeah, yeah. That 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 that's you're getting ahead of yourself. It's Southeast Asia. Southeast Asia this weekend. 
I was just going, uh, you know, I was just going through. But then, but then we got to talk about our next. Okay, fine. Uh, (laughs) Ah, Southeast Asia. Um, Okay, so we have some big switcheroos that have happened with Southeast Asia. With T1, yeah. Um, Yes, with T1. Uh, so first of all, uh, it seems that Gabby is going to be uh, standing in for T1. 23 Savage is out, and he's currently being loaned to MTG for the BTS Pro Series. I haven't seen how they, they've been doing there. Um, and then this may have like some sort of trickle-down effect, um, whereas like potentially i think that i saw a rumor about 23 savage um maybe playing with boom um don't know if that's actually has any validity to it but i think most of the community views tino as like the odd man out i viewed him the same way though i do think he has improved uh very much over the first season and while he may not still be at the same caliber as the rest of his teammates i think he can certainly get there especially under uh, tutelage of a, an experienced host like uh, coach like uh, Mushi. So, you know what's wild uh, about Tino? Yeah. He has less than 200 followers on Twitter. Oh, does he really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that I, we have we haven't like completed our roster switch-ups yet, right? I don't know when the roster lock is. Presumably like after the thing, probably like you yeah, know a couple weeks after. Too. Yeah. Can I, they swap beforehand? I assume so because T1 has Gabby now. Yeah, well, you can have they like a stand in. 23 right? Savage. Because yeah. Gabby. Stand in? Okay. Gabby was playing with uh, TNC for years uh, and then Talon. Talon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, basically, the Talon roster falling apart is going to have various effects on the. Uh, upper division because some of those players are absolutely going to get picked up by some upper division team because the opportunity is there to make your team that much better. Potentially. You never know the ramifications of a roster change. It may actually make your team worse in action, even if it was better on paper. So Gabby over 23 feels like it's still an interesting choice to people because it doesn't feel like super cut and dry. A lot of people are still really high on 23 and Gabby's yeah. results have been, you know, consistent, but meddling in his teams middling. So like, yeah, I mean uh, like Talon, the Talon roster just seemed to be a fucking disaster. So, um, but I think he was, he was a very much a large reason why the TNC rosters, uh, cause he was on there for like, three or four years um the those rosters were like routinely strong um and one of the best rosters in southeast asia so he is a large reason for that so i can see them picking it up especially if they feel like they haven't actually um gotten especially this first dpc season they you know they were kind of dethroned a bit by um boom in in uh in some capacity so I think that they probably feel like they want to make some sort of change, and this is a very easy, obvious one to make. So I, I, I can see where their head's at. It might just be great news for Boom, though, if that trade ends up going through. Um, yeah, yeah I, maybe. 
I, I I'm looking forward, obviously, to to Western Europe because of reasons, but also I I want to see how Southeast Asia mixes itself up. I think that you know probably short of SMG, any of these teams could could seriously beat each other. Um, mm-hmm. which which is what is making these top four exciting, right? Also, this is the first time that SMG and boom have been like on this stage playing for you know playoff points i think right similar to in western europe like you know tickles uh hasn't really been playing for points tundra was at the end mm. um so yeah. uh, i i i think part of you know the the conversation that persists across these regions is is not having these quote you know old boy tier one uh teams and players who who are competing for these points and there's a world where you know now that first place is 250 dpc points that could matter that that, that could be a yeah. little bit of an edge for somebody who's on a bubble who might be in south america or might be in southeast asia right so yeah yeah no absolutely it'll it'll definitely uh it could it could definitely be a a major factor um, for TI invites at the end of the year. So now it's China and North America, which I can say North America, um, I think that who knows what's going on with EG's roster. I'm not sure if they're actually going to be able to get Nightfall back in time. Um, so not expecting them to be first, but there's always the possibility of them doing so. Um, Quincy Crew and Nine. A bit of a toss-up between them, but expecting Quincy Crew first, EG, uh, 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 excuse me, TSM. Undying got picked up by TSM. We said we were going to talk about that. Uh, There, we talked about it. Yay! (laughs) Yay for North America! There's there's someone who has been waiting literally an entire week for us to be (laughs) like, oh man, like I wonder, I wonder what Cab might have to say about the TSM situation. And they've been like, you know, brushing the ramifications to the North American scene. They've been brushing their teeth in the morning and being like, oh, man, side pulls coming out today. I wonder what they're going to say about TSM. They teased it last week, and that's all they got. That is the that is it. That is all they deserve. You know, um, I'm glad they flew Moon out for the announcement. Their announcement was kind of icky. TSM's in a weird spot in the esports scene right now because overall, it's weird, right? Like, TSM, super happy to have another Tier 1 organization invest in Dota. I am never going to complain about that ever, Right. TSM as an organization, mm-hmm. if you've been following the news, a little bit of a weird spot. Being investigated by Riot, having a ton of employees leave, having some of their most pro- prolific and like followed social media accounts leave. That's that's Myth, that's Bjergsen, that's Doublelift, right? Suddenly you have like 20 million less Twitter followers when those three people leave, right? Like, so, so and just a bunch of their staff is left especially to go to offline tv their old like coo player manager their head of content a bunch of other people on their content team right like so i am worried about tsm imploding um i don't see how that'll ever be a net negative for like you know north american dota like good for them they have a fan base still um, but, but, you know, a little, little, little bit leery, hope that they can figure their stuff out or hope that, you know, if they got to have their fans go other places that, you know, the, the team liquid LCS team, one lock in. It's not, it, it's certainly not great that, uh, it's the Dota scene, uh, that is the sinking ships plan C uh, for, for, for them to, uh, maintain some relevance. Not, not great. <laughs> 
<laughs> not great. When's Hundred Thieves gonna blow up and then and then all of a sudden be like, oh shit, we gotta get we gotta get some teams somewhere trying to pick up Quincy Crew. <laughs> I think never is is the right answer to that question. Well, maybe Hundred Thieves was the wrong one to choose. Uh, okay, so Quincy Crew one. Um, TSM EG 2-3 though EG could be first uh, and then I think the obvious uh, bottom one is four zoomers there um, I'm not expecting them to do better than fourth unless EG unless the other three teams one of them looks really bad most likely being EG just because their roster situation so uh, yeah that's uh i think that one's pretty clear china um lgd obvious first other than that um maybe rng shows up maybe elephant proves <laughs> like the some of the old members of elephant prove that they can actually perform uh on <laughs> in online um and they can actually do it when it's needed because uh otherwise i mean we've already staved off the like Aster online domination, right? Mm -hmm. LGD already took away that first place away from Aster. Um, so now we just kind of need RNG to step up. Um, I'm an ex Nova yeah. fan. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm never, it's, it's going to be hard for me to not root for RNG, the team between, between yeah, maybe a... and ex Nova. Like that, the, the, yeah. the, the, those are two of my favorite Chinese players. Just full stop. Yeah, same. Uh, maybe is absolutely one of my favorite. Though Ori is another one of my favorite. And so uh, Aster and RNG somewhere 2-3. Um, Vici Gaming. Uh, or excuse me, not Vici Gaming. E-Home. The mm -hmm. E-Home got fourth? Oh my god, they actually managed to beat out Vici. I had assumed Vici Gaming had gotten fourth. I didn't follow up on the, uh, on the last few games. Oof. Feels bad for Vici Gaming. Yikes. Uh, E-Home. Well, expecting E-Home to be fourth, but uh, honestly, they, they did a very good job getting this far. Like, they made it into upper division in the first place. This roster made it into upper division in the first place. Now they're on E-Home. Now they've gotten fourth. They made it into the playoffs. That's actually super sick. Uh, I did not realize that. Huh. You know what we didn't touch cool on that, that, that's semi-related yeah. to that? Uh, IG no. got relegated from China. Yeah, they they went one and six. The only team they beat was was Phoenix, who didn't win the game really. Like, and that feels, I I mean I guess surprising if you're not following. I mean they won a major last year. They were pretty consistently like you know, not the best team, but performing pretty well throughout 2021. And now they couldn't even keep their their Div one slot, which speaks to how competitive China is, but also that like something isn't isn't right there. Yeah, I mean the fact that they get beat out by LBZS, who is who was the expected seventh uh, team. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, like even uh, Phoenix managed to take a game off of uh, both LBZS and Vici Gaming, which, in full honesty, I expected them to go zero two across the board. <laughs> I, I was like, this is a team because they they were just like they're a team that didn't earn their way into upper division, right? Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I assume zero twos across the board. Even they managed to take two games. So uh, yeah, I mean, upper division for China and Western Europe and um, 
Southeast Asia are all very, very competitive. Very, very, you got to actually be on your A game to stay in upper division. Other regions, it's like, okay, maybe it's a tough battle to, to stay in like top three. But um, those three regions are all deep enough that you have to actually come to play to stay in upper division. So, uh, forgive me, I stopped you before you actually talked about Eastern Europe. Then you went through everything else. So, do you just want to just want to say that Team Spirit's going to win? Oh, uh, yeah, Team Spirit's going to win. Um, be well, I said that Virtus Pro might wake up um, and take second away from Puck Champ, but otherwise, I'll be back in my boys Puck Champ all the way. Let's go. So, yeah, that's the predictions for all the online majors. Very good. Uh, I think that the first seed is going to win every region with the exception of T1 winning Southeast Asia. Just because the roster change or what? Um, yeah, I, I think that they're going to they're going to find a little bit of success gelling with the roster change, which they also don't have a bunch of reps under. There's not a bunch of research under. I think that Boom hasn't proven themselves to really like win a tournament, right? Like, sure, they won DPC, but that's a little bit different than, you know, first place in a little mini major uh, in, in a little best four mm-hmm. double elimination. So I, I can see I can see T1 pulling it out. Other than that, uh, I, I think across the board, we will see the first seed win. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I still think Boom's going to do it. I believe in Boom! Uh, well, I also think Fnatic actually may be like a, uh, may sneak into a first place slot there, but uh, yeah, there are some regions. That one uh, is another one that I feel like similar to North America. I feel like there is a step. There's a, there's a top three, and then depending on their form, may may or may not determine who gets first um and then it's uh there's a fourth team that is like a step below that i'm not expecting them to to actually they're not a contender for a first let's put it that way mm-hmm. well shit um we have approached the part of the show where we take fan questions from our patreon which is patreon.com slash side poll if you want to support us to i don't know cap just cap just told you he might not have a job like if, if it's if it's like food stamps or like patreon money like he might he might need help to to eat i'm probably exaggerating a little bit yeah like he's 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 he's, he's gonna need he's gonna need some nutrition okay. um if you want to support us patreon.com slash side poll uh if if uh and if you want to ask a question we answer it on the show. It's 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 free content for us. We we don't have to think about things to talk about. You know, easy peasy. Cool. You can dictate the show. Uh, I, I I believe in Discord. I I, I sent you uh, one of the two most recent ones. Yes, Travis Modelin. That is the name of Mott. Travis. Travis Mott. Is this you, Mott? What, what what's the with the Allen part of your name? Anyway, uh, he says, do either of you have any collections? Did you ever collect uh, anything while growing up? Joey? Mr. Who has a diary based off of the games and movies and TV shows that he's watched. He's a completionist through and through. I have to assume you have some collections outside of what I just stated. You had to have been a collector and may still be. Uh, one of my favorite games of all time is Banjo Kazooie, a game about collecting things. Um, 
I read this question. I knew we were going to talk about it. And for some reason, I didn't fully mentally prepare myself, uh, which feels like feels like a production problem on myself. Um, yes, I did have some collections. They were never wild. Like, I don't have like a fucking row of Funko Pops anywhere. Like, you know, I, I don't have a bunch of comic books. Um, I, okay. I, I, I didn't do typical collections things that i did collect um when i was significantly younger and part of me hates that i'm gonna say this out loud i, ha- I had a collection of rocks i i, I, ha- I had a lot of, i had a lot of shiny different rocks i knew a lot about i knew a mm. lot about different types of geodes um which man that makes me sound super hot um i'm gonna put that on my on my tinder profile and see if that's helping with with the ladies um i i so i I had a rock collection that that wasn't really like you know there's not one of one rocks though so i'm not too worried about that um i had um when lego came out with the bionicles there was a McDonald's Happy Meal toy line of all the Lego uh-huh. Bionicles, one of each color. Um, I I had every one of the McDonald's miniature Bionicles with the full-scale first release, first edition Bionicle. And I believe there was eight of them. So I had eight from McDonald's and eight from Nintendo that were like on a display shelf above my desk. Because when I was younger, my bed was like a bunk bed, but the bottom bunk was a desk. Um, and then, and then, then I had like, you know, knickknacks and stuff on there. What else do I collect? I have, I have a plush of every canonical color of Yoshi. <laughs> really yeah you you've definitely you like, wait you've seen that you're you've a big 100... yoshi fan yeah i am you you've definitely seen that uh in in, in yeah, my I home I, I i i have a i have one large like like classical green yoshi but but i have one of every of every color in in like a in like an eight inch um which which are like home decorations um Here's the only thing that I've collected properly. I have I have a shit ton of vans, but I don't really think that's a collection, in in the sense mm. that like the other ones are like you know a set of something. I I just have I just have like an ass ton of vans, high tops. Did, <laughs> you, did you do any of the obvious growing up baseball cards or Pokemon cards or no. anything like that? No. Oh, I did Pokemon cards. I wish I had Pokemon cards and not just because now I could be like a fucking millionaire. Um, I, I, I was never, I was never into the trading card games. I had so many, I, I really Pokemon, wanted to play magic. I uh, card binder outside and it rained. Oh no, no, mm. no. You probably had like original Charizards and bullshit. Oh no! I did have a my my favorite was I had a holographic Blastoise. That was my that was my favorite Pokemon. Oh, that hurts. So, what what what, what did you collect? What, 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 was it mostly like like TCG and like collectibles like that, or or did you or did you like? I mean, I no, I mean, I did Pokemon like during the time when like Pokemon was super hot. Uh, but that didn't last very long. I had a remember the so I I just remember all the collectible stuff now. Growing up as a kid, do you remember? 
so when they first came out with uh, the quarters as states and they were going to do that over the course of like 10 years, right? I did not collect that. I didn't think it was cool. But my grandmother um, on my dad's side, um, she gave me one of those uh, starter kits, one of those cardboard things, and you put them in and everything. Uh yeah, no. I mean, I did that because she gave it to me, but I, I would didn't make any effort out of it. Let's put it that way. I just recently got rid of mine. I wonder, you still had yours? I, I had mine probably up into the age of I want to say twenty seven or twenty eight. It, it, it was in my childhood mm. closet. It was, it was, yeah, that that big cardboard map of the U.S. with like a cutout for every quarter, right? And then because when they released yeah. the when they released the new set of quarters, it was every year for ten years maybe they released five yeah, state quarters. And when you bought the binder, which they had to have sold a gazillion of to grandmas all over the country for 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 their grandchildren, mm-hmm. um, you got you got five quarters every year that were from the mint to put in the map. And before I got rid of the map, which was like warped and cumbersome and like kind of silly um i popped all the quarters out and i actually do have a ziploc bag of 50 quarters with one of every state <laughs> yeah have you ever tried to google and see if those are worth anything i assume not they're worth they're worth a quarter <laughs> each <laughs> yes but you could spend it then in that case <laughs> But you put it in a Ziploc bag because it could potentially be worth more than a quarter. I don't know who's looking for a collection of every state quarter. Now there's so many quarters, I but like, so. I don't think anybody is. So, yes, I should. One more thing popped into my head during that time. Do you remember the, I think it was Sprite cans. Do you remember like the holographic Star Wars Sprite can collectible deals? There was something like that. Uh, I don't remember exactly. Sprite cans? Yeah, it was like the aluminum cans, and they had, uh, like, a character on there. So they would have, like, Darth Vader or something like that. Maybe it was Coke. Maybe I don't remember exactly what it was. I think you're talking about Mountain Dew, which is green. Mountain Dew? Mountain... I'm doing some live Googling. Mountain Dew... Uh, Star Wars collector. This was back when the the uh, sequels, or, or sorry, the prequels were uh, were coming out. So this oh, was dude. like when I was like eleven or something. Okay, a full set of these cans, which are Pepsi, Mountain Dew, and and Pepsi One, are currently selling on eBay for a hundred and fifty dollars. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, eight. There, there, there's 24 unique cans. This person has them all in a set. They've collected the set of 24 soda cans, which each imprint, and they're selling it for $150. I, I, I am confident. I was never a Star Wars fan, and this, this would peg me at age, like, six. So, so I, th- I think that I might be missing this one by, like, literally a year or two, which checks out, given our age difference. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a thing. I remember that. I did not try and collect those, but I do remember my uh, my uh-huh. grandmother. My grandmother also. My my grandmother was a big collector, which I pers- would may actually be part of the reason why I'm not a collector. She collected uh, like she collected teapots, and she would she had a shelf near the ceiling, up against the wall near the ceiling, all around her like living dining room area. 
And she would put each one of the teapots up there because her and my grandpa would go and travel to areas and teapots are just, you know, there's just one of those things that is sold in these craft stores and she collected teapots and she had a shit ton of them all over the place. And I just remember, I personally always found it very kitschy. It it was not. (laughs) I I like the idea of you being like nine years old and being like, Ah, yeah, Grandma, that's kind of tacky. <laughs> honestly, I, don't, I, I honestly think I did feel that way, despite not knowing what tacky was. Um, yeah, a lot of, like my my parents hoard stuff. Not like you know an episode of like A and E hoarders. It's not like a giant problem, but there's yeah. just too much stuff, sure. and like I think that that like I I struggle with that because I want to have physical things and I like it, but also I realize that that the mess is cumbersome and burdensome. Um, so I think that that's helped me, similar to to your grandma's situation. But I'm not I'm not above like like a small little collection. My mom has a if collection. They go to collecting me. stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's but that um the you know like you were saying it's not like uh I tried to get all yeah. of them or anything like that it's just souvenirs from every TI sort of deal. That Pelican case has never got returned, huh? Yeah, you know. <laughs> all right, all right. Nobody can say anything about this. So, so Slacks also kept his Pelican case for like the the last time we did an event together. There was like a year between us working events together and I had sent mine back like a good person and he had just just kept on to his <laughs> when they hired us again they're like hey do, do you still have that pelican case with all that expensive gear in it? and he's like yeah I've got it right here God. <laughs> So yes, I I still have mine because I was like hey, this this event happened before TI and I was like oh, I'll ship it off before TI and then you know I went to I forgot about it went to TI and then uh, just haven't made the effort to send it back and they haven't hit me up about it I'll send it back eventually because it's just filling up my apartment but I want nothing more than someone from that company to like tune into your stream and look at your webcam and be like is that <laughs> is that our pelican behind it. You need to n- next time I come over, I'm gonna bring you like a little tablecloth so you can like drape it over, <laughs> drape something over it. No, 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 no. The fact that it's bright yellow serves as a constant reminder that I need to actually. Thing is, it's heavy and it's annoying, so I have to actually, you know, like take it down the flight of stairs, down to my car, drive it over. It's it's a hassle. So you know, you do you, just like any hassle in your life. What do you do? You procrastinate. You just put it off for another day. That's tomorrow's problem. You know what's something you shouldn't put off for another day? Supporting mm-hmm. us over on patreon.com slash sidepole. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Ooh. <laughs>